tell you, but I don't care about that. Hold on, let me talk. I don't care about the NFL. I mean, just because it's all screaming don't mean you're right. It ain't hard to scream. I don't care about that. Talking louder than everybody else here. So you gonna let somebody else talk? You gonna let somebody else talk? Shout out to Roy. <laughs> Shout out to Big Roy. Oh man, this is hilarious. Oh, what you sipping on, Banks? Oh, some black label. Hold on. Okay. Someone's gone, Banks. Oh, I, I had this for like two years. Oh. So I take like a, I take like a drink a day. Or I could drink every other day. Okay. And on that note, welcome you guys to a new, new, a new You Ready, yo. Welcome back. It's been quite some time. And of course, we are the show that brings a diverse catalog of topics ranging from uplifting stories, news and pop culture, sports and entertainment, and of course, dating and relationships. Our goal, as always, is to make you feel like you're right in the middle of a heated debate in your local barbershop or beauty salon, which is good right now because you can't get in your local barbershop or beauty salon. And, um, of course, I'm your host, Big Mike. We've got my uh, uh, creator himself, Josh, right here. Hey, guys, what's up? And, of course, Banks in the building, my man John with Black Label. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. What a milk cat. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll talk about that a little later as well. That that uh the girls online on the uh on on the quarantine and stuff like that. So um what's going on guys? What we actually ha- we actually have a special one on the line. Hi Josh. <laughs> wow. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were doing the interviews with, with your shirt off? <laughs> uh, no, that was from Toronto, Mike. You know that. Come on, don't know, be I... trying. Don't be trying to play me, Rug. <laughs> I just saw you with the shirt off, the chain. I'm like, okay, Josh. It was actually quite hot in there. It was simmering. Oh, okay. I had to open the window, and I didn't want to open it too wide and have something fly in. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Well. Um, with the quarantine we're talking about, let's 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 dive right in. You know, it is our quarantine edition of this show. Um, how's the quarantine affecting you guys, first and foremost? Um, I guess I'll start. I think quarantine. I think it's good and it's bad because I think it's good because it, it helps you allocate your funds into different directions, and to an extent, because if you if you're used to going out and doing other things. Now you can't really do those things. You can put your money in other things. Like if you have debt, you can pay that off. You uh, wanted to put stop putting money away in the savings. You can start doing that. Or if you're eating out, now you're now you're forced to cook more to an extent. And I think it's giving you a new perspective on doing living your life. But it's also killing your life because now you don't really have that social interaction other than your phone or your laptop by doing like, you know, things like Zoom or that uh, friends party thing and all those other applications, these virtual parties, which kind of, I don't really get. I'd rather be at a real event than looking at a DJ on my phone, looking at people comment. AKA Fresh Banks in person in the building, you heard? Yeah, like I'm trying to like go out, like what's up, New York. Brooklyn, I'm trying to do something. Toronto, Toronto closed it down. Like, <laughs> like I, I want to go out, and it, it just, it just 
that feeling and then it kind of messes with your head because you kind of lose track of days because you're at home all the time and you kind of forget what's actually going on or what it feels like to be around strangers and that that uh that feeling or aspect of just meeting somebody new and talking to them or having that conversation via person like face to face as opposed to just being home and looking on your phone and looking at instagram slowly turning slowly but surely turning into uh a porn site oh and we'll get we'll get into that very soon and uh josh how's it been going for you uh just been keeping busy and and working and i do have to say a very you know sincere condolences to the edwards family rashid edwards unfortunately passed away during this quarantine time uh so i just want to say rest in power rest in peace my brother and we will keep the marathon going. Yes, rest in peace, uh, Sheet 05. And if you want to hear Sheet 05, you can go check him out on our New Year's Day, a New Year radio, which he was. Which, which I but, believe is one of our best episodes, despite the commentary of the, or I would say our background noise of the snacks. I really do think it's one of our better episodes, but unfortunately the audio wasn't as <laughs> wasn't <laughs> as close. <laughs> and again, as I always say, that it wasn't me. However, it was uh, Okay, Shaggy, pun absolutely intended. <laughs> um but uh no, and same here, you know, I've been working every day, doing shows, several different areas and stuff like that. Um I agree with uh with all your points and whatnot, you definitely can do more uh, with your money and stuff like that. I was just reading today how some clothing stores may have to file bankruptcy because people aren't buying clothes right now. You know, they're just, for what? They're not really buying. And I think the interesting thing with that, especially with retailers, on t- online retailers, like with um, like boutiques, um, sneaker stores, clothing stores, Amazon. I, well, other than Amazon, I would say, but like a lot of the smaller businesses and maybe some larger ones, I feel like they're doing a lot of unique things to trying to get people to spend money. I've been seeing a lot of like random sales, like, oh, this day is like 30% off. Another day it's 50% off. Another day this is a sale or there's a clearance here. Trying to play with your mind to make you think like, oh, you should buy this and you should do that. And you should, or I'm seeing all these home workouts that you need, you should buy this and all these like food programs like, oh, you get 60 or $100 off if you do this. I feel like a lot of businesses are using this uh, to add on to, you know, monetize what's going on since a lot of people can't go out and do the things that you, which you could typically do, or just going to the mall or going to the gym or going to a restaurant. Now you're forced to stay home where. You oh my God. To. DoorDash is making so much money in Grubhub. Oh, yeah. Facts. Big facts. Even these apps you ever heard, like Instacart. I mean, it was, I heard about it. But now that place is booming. Yeah. But I can see the clothing thing because, like, that would not be your first focus is to buy more clothes right now. I can see exactly. that. Like, you know, you're not going nowhere. You don't know when you're going somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's hard to want to buy a new outfit and feel yeah, good about it. Clothes <laughs> right? and shoes, it's like, who, who wants a, a couch? Why are you the couch for? <laughs> it's like right. all those things. It's like, it's just interesting. The only thing I see, like, that would actually go up is, like, food. And alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Um, 
Also, since we did this in the beginning and I was giving updates before we kind of let off on my weight loss journey, I didn't start my journey with this whole uh, quarantine happening. So uh, I'm up to 40 pounds lost now since February. So yeah, I'm doing my thing and I'm keeping it going. So I'm pretty excited about that. All right. So uh, Josh, you with? Wait, you didn't, you didn't hear what I just did? No. No, I didn't hear either. Wait, really? No. No. But you can hear me now. Yeah, we hear your voice. I can hear you, but I hear what you did. <laughs> you can't hear that? Now I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Josh. Appreciate that. <laughs> so we're not going to see your face the whole time just to make sure we're clear. Unfortunately, no. I have to. That's fine. I have to fix it out, you know. But my face is showing on the uh, on the actual live on the on the new page, but I can't for whatever reason share the screen yet. Oh, okay. However, from so, the time being, we can do this all on YouTube, so which is cool. Okay, so we're now live streaming on on YouTube or Facebook. On Facebook, you guys are audio, but okay, luckily, audio. It, but you're being recorded on the Zoom as well. Okay, for YouTube. All right, yeah. got you. So let's dive right in into to the topics and whatnot. Um, so we talked about already kind of how the quarantine has impacted the community in the world, um, and I guess about barbershops, beauty salons, local businesses. How do you feel like it's affected those, John? I think it's. I really think. Hold on. I really think it's affecting. Like that small, I mean, barbershop, barbershop owners are people who work at the, at the barbershop. These are people, these are small business owners, independent contractors, where their fun, their main, their main source of income is coming from the clientele, who, people who you see on a day-to-day basis. And I think it's unfair to an extent based off of, there's no, there's no, there's really no programs that are you know, that, that, that are alerted to those type of people in the sense of like, okay, you can't, you can't go to work, but there's, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to pay my bills? My bills don't turn off. And I just don't, I feel like there's better ways to maybe implement that social distance, that social distancing aspect of getting people, uh, getting their hair done or their nails done, or maybe allowing a certain people a day or at a time of going in to, you know, maintain their looks and their and how they their appearance because that's that's a key thing that's a day to day thing was at the end of the day you are judged off of your appearance and I do feel like that is an essential thing because when you're going out to an event or you have some or you have a, a or you're or even just you're self confident it's just the point of being well groomed the whole point of that of just going to the barber shop and having that connection with your barber or going to you're getting your hair done or getting your nails done. It all plays an uh, important fact of your self-conscious and what you feel or how you feel about yourself. And I also feel like it also helps with just in generally, in general, being, um, I guess what I would say is just it keeps you from going crazy because, yeah, you're at home. Yeah, you're, you're forced to do this and do the same thing every day. But that feeling of just getting pampered and getting that cut that your nails done or whatever it is makes you feel a bit better. And I really do think that itself should be essential because it's just a thing that many, many people do on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. 
Uh, I'll come back around to myself. What What are your thoughts on that, uh, Josh? Uh, yes, I do think there are multiple ways to skin a cat in this situation. I feel that, you know, certain businesses should have an ability to make house calls, such as doctors. I mean, how good would that be for hospitals if more doctors would make house calls? Because the things with hospitals, they just don't have enough beds and ventilators and all those, all that other stuff. If you actually had, uh, let's say, a type of, you know, nonprofit or whatever, some type of organization to send out doctors like doctors without borders. Why not bring those, some of those doctors back or have some of those doctors on the waiting list for that go to people's homes to keep them in their homes. To me, that just makes the most sense. I don't know about you guys. Oh, so you're talking about people who have just regular, um, uh, medical needs outside of, uh, COVID for doctors to be able to visit them now. You're saying absolutely. And that would be a great upsell moment for, you know, those companies that, sell home ventilators and all that yeah that, that makes sense actually because i could see it like if you were just a person who i don't even know what it was you had a uh a, a something uh, uh, even a rash you wanted to get checked out if they can just come to your house check it out rather than you have to go there it'll make a lot of sense a lot more sense i, I would say go back to the, the house call from the 50s and 60s right yeah, when, when they had the little briefcases and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty dope. But it was funny. I never seen them pull out more than like a, a stethoscope from the briefcase. I'm like, what else is in there? Oh, I only <laughs> see one thing come out of it every time. So it's pretty funny. But um, to Banks' point, yeah, I definitely see there, there can be certain things. Like I know in certain states I've heard they are um, – like for the nail salons in particular, they're putting basically like glass – in between the Patreon and the and the nail tech, all I gotta do is put your hands through little holes. So that'll work, I think, to get your nails done. Barbering, that's a tough cat to skin. I don't know how you do that and maintain that type of quarantine, you know? So, that's a little different. True. Indeed, indeed. Hello? Banks, oh, you good, you go. Banks? Um, but I do feel bad for those Banks has got bad Wi-Fi or something like that going on for you. Oh, my camera went away? You're back. He froze for a second. You're back. Uh, I do feel bad for them, though. I wish there was a way. Um, again, I know people are still doing it. They, I, I, my boy got to cut somebody's garage last week. Uh, he didn't care. I'm sure, Banks, you know people getting cuts. And they that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, you know, people like Jazz should be able to do that. That's That's all I'm saying. I don't think they're stopping him. It's just that he has to know what, you know. If he wants to his own safety or not, I don't know. I just think when it comes to cutting people's hair, like if it even if it comes like to a schedule, like somebody gets an hour a day, eight hours, you mean eight people a day, one person at a time, yes, um, or so, something like that. I think that's doable based upon your clientele and the what's going on. Set up a time frame. This person gets this day, this hour, whatever. And or there's a backup that this person can do that and wait, and they can wait outside. And like, if it comes to sanitizing the station, air putting air air fresh, um, you know, disinfecting and all that, disinfecting the area, and then taking the next client. I don't see nothing wrong with that. People wearing gloves and masks. Yeah, I was saying, as long as the barber tech themselves wear gloves and masks, that'll be you know more, more doable <laughs> stuff like that. You got some old school barbers who. Like, who ain't feeling like wearing no masks, but they would have to do it in the particular situation. So. Yeah. So I, I, I personally think it's doable if you do it the right way. I think it can be done based off of 
how how you do it and the people and the time frames that you set up in this and how you schedule it. Yeah, that, that person literally, you know, like um, use the sanitizer right before every cut or whatever. Right. Yeah, it can definitely. And at the end of the day, they sanitize themselves anyway when it comes to cutting, cutting or their blades or the alcohol. They're doing now anyway. You just have to add a little bit more emphasis towards it. But I think something like that can work. It just depends on how you break it down. Right. Because as we can see, Josh definitely need that cut right now. No, I'm joking. I need yeah, that. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah, I, I really don't. <laughs> I don't need it no more. Like, I, I, up to the point now, I, I'm about to be Colin Kaepernick up here, man. It's just coming. So. You know, I mean, but, but, but I think one part you touched on is more important to me, I think, though, as far as that what sucks is being – at the barbershop, that camaraderie, that advice you get, that, you know, men getting together. You know what I mean, Josh? Like, being able to, that's what, what what's really missing right now, I think. Right. Um, you, know, more, you know, more than anything. Or just getting away from, like, men go there just to get away from their normal, everyday household sometimes, just to hear talk about sports that or escape. politics or religion. Yeah, that, 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 that escape. That's what I think we're really... Um, we're really missing, you know, certain aspects. So, um, as as people, you know, all together, women at their salons too, but especially men at their barbershops, like that is is hard because we all are not calling, let's say, jazz to so say, hey, jazz, you want to talk? You know, it, he got a life too. But when we're all together at the barbershop. We can yeah, all like, true. you know, throw things at him and feedback and stuff like that. So it's a little different. Right now, so, I know jazz going crazy right now. So. Yeah, he, he texted me last week or whatever. Also, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, we can all get back <laughs> soon. I mean, Atlanta going to be they going to be free this week, so I want to see how many people flood the barbershop. I've seen Atlanta and Houston to an extent are like one of those states that are going to, I guess, relinquish the boundaries of going out, and you know. You only have one life to live. <laughs> but that, bro, but the people, have you read the comments? People in, in Georgia and Atlanta like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm staying home. Like, I don't care yeah, what they said. A lot of those people are, are capping because I there's some hood people. Because I, 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 I've seen Atlanta on how it is. I don't even know. I see people taking it seriously with the mask and like they do, they, they listen to what Trump says and all that. But there's some people, you know, the niggas. <laughs> That don't care. Oh my God! They just don't. It's a fact. And that's what the government constructed when they made these type of people. They don't care. They don't think. <laughs> I agree with that. It's, yeah. a, it's a fact. Look at yeah. look at Newark. Look at Brooklyn. Look at look at bur- different boroughs of the United States. They don't care. Like they just do stupid stuff, and they just don't think about like what they're actually doing or the just like how um how uh. How, um, uh, but then he got the mayor, the black lady in Atlanta, like, yo, I don't know what the governor said, but stay home. Like, she's trying to tell him to stay home. So, and then that sounds like a saying, like, a oh, direct, need a woman to a direct decision. And then here, a lot of women saying, so you need a man to correct, you need a woman to correct a man because they can't make the right decisions. I've seen a lot of co- captions like that. Well, she literally said, I don't know what data he's looking at, <laughs> but y'all need to see it. <laughs> made me laugh. I'm like, yo, how does she say that about the governor? Like, I don't know what data he's looking at. So, 
Josh, are we on YouTube now? Yes, live streaming on my. Actually, it says, nah, yeah, it's mine. Because we stopped going an your, hour. So if I go to your page, I can send it to somebody live streaming. Man. Right, I'm. I'm just checking to see if the comments work. But I'm interested in like you know those states that don't that haven't had any cases really at all, like Wyoming, and like those like those deserted areas in the United States, like in, towards the Midwest and everything like that. Like what? Well, the Midwest. Doing? Well, you know the Midwest started out with not many, but they never yeah. had a stay at home order. But then they started getting more cases because they never yeah. got a stay at home order. I was talking about that recently, and the governors there were like, "No, we just don't want to do it." We trust people or whatever, and they're the right. ones having those meat factories shut down because again, some of the cases in the pork mm. and and meat factories now. So it's um, it, it, what what I don't like as as a nation that we're so divided on what to do. Trump is like yeah. each governor do whatever y'all want to do, but then you got the mayors going against the governors within the state. It's just it, it's just too much division for me. Like I, I hate yeah. that that we're not on on, on one accord. So it's just I, I don't. I don't Especially know. looking at what is his name, Como in New York, and his brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, they're hilarious, by the way. They, they are funny. And then, like when when the younger brother gave the speech, like, "Oh, I can beat the virus. It's not that bad. I got to do my stretches. Got to stay positive mind." And then he backtracks it and is like, "You know, maybe I was a little too light. This is really serious." It's like. It's like you get certain aspects of like, are they playing? Is this like a joke or is it serious? Because or is there somebody behind them in regards to what they're saying? Is this like a fear tactic? Because you have one one day they're saying this, then the next day they're saying something else, then they're contradicting the things that they said prior, and then or if you look at what Trump does in administration or when when it comes to the um, the addresses, what they do to the when it when it comes to the United States and the amount of people they have in the background and. You hear one day they say this and another day they say that. It's just like, what's going on? And then that little clip with what Fox posted about yeah. the mask and all that. It's just like, what are they doing? Yeah, and that changed too, right? It was mask in the beginning. I mean, no mask in the beginning. Then it's, you can wear any mask. Then it's you got to be a special mask. It's just, it's just a lot on that whole situation. So, And with the cloth mask, they're saying cloth masks don't do anything, but now they're making right. you wear it. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. I mean, it's like, I don't, it's like, you know, what do you they're do? saying that it, it it doesn't really do what it, it doesn't really do a lot, but something's better than nothing, I guess. But why not try to get us all the good stuff, right? Like I said about that guy that Josh said who got kicked off the um the uh the bus. I'm like, why not have masks instead of you know push them off the bus to say, hey, here, guy, you know, here's a mask for you. Take your bus ride. So now he's, you know, no mask, any off the bus. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Like we just, we, we, we just do too much sometimes. So. And then you said that there wasn't something on, um, who was that, Josh? Where the guy was uh, getting kicked out of the, uh, I seen on your story, kicked out of the grocery store, and he had a mask on or something like that. It was on. Um, I believe that that was just because. Well, they they made it seem like it was because he was of our persuasion. Let's say. Right. But <laughs> right, so well, apparently they were told to take the masks off, which is even weirder. It's weird, right? At this time, you think you're gonna rob this? First of all, who goes to rob a store in a surgical mask? Like that's just however, upset. however, if they've been directed by their local municipality, right, who has this jurisdiction to tell their officers to follow a certain mandate. 
I understand that, but that goes again. That goes against what I not goes what I was saying that we're all over the place. The municipalities, the mayors, the governors, the president. Nobody's on one one string. Or just it's just a crazy situation to me. Um, but you know, one thing I, as for personally, we all want the barbershops to come back, not just for our, our haircuts, but for our friend um, and people who work there. So um, absolutely. And then Josh, you were talking about the protests that are happening. And um, oh yeah, yeah. Th- those are very interesting. Protesting to get off of lockdown because, and I quote, "It felt like slavery," which is very interesting. Yeah, I've been hearing stuff like that, but also it feels like jail. I've heard before, <laughs> and I'm like, bro. And Jazz before said, "This is not jail. This this is not jail at all. Like we're literally doing a video stream live right now on a channel in our home." This is not jail. It's not what we want, but it definitely ain't jail. Like, you know, let's be clear on that situation. But you were saying about um, if the roles were reversed, what would happen? What do you think would happen, uh, John? And now, what do you mean, like, if roles were reversed? Like, I need a little more clarity on that question. But that was Josh's question. So what, what, what do you think, Josh, what about roles being reversed? Oh, so if the roles are being reversed in terms of the protests, imagine if it was all all of us protesting, what would happen? You mean like colors? Like if it was like black people yes. protesting against what? <laughs> That's like a joke. <laughs> I feel like um, if it was more black people protesting, it would be very bad. I feel like they would use so much force. And would you say that I force like, would be excessive? Of course. I mean, look at the video when they took they took the guy off the bus. Yo, they threw him out like Jazzy Jeff. Eight officers, like, come on, man! It was—it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse (laughs) to to prolong whatever agenda or theory or whatever it is, just because of someone's race. And I think that would be apparent, especially if you've seen a whole bunch of black people saying like, "Oh, oh, we need justice. We need to be out outside of the house. We need our rights." As opposed to these people as opposed to the other races they're doing that right now, where people are not really looking to like looking at them. I mean, people are calling them crazy and stuff like that, but people are not really paying too much attention. But you see no whole bunch of people saying that. You're gonna see all these memes, people making fun of us, calling us out of our names, bringing us down, or hurting us, or doing whatever it is just because we do that. But I, I so I now off of what you're saying, okay, I think it would be completely different if black people or people of color decided to unite and do that, I think it would just be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I agree with that. It would give them a reason to use that excessive force at that time, because we will be quote unquote going against the orders already in place. And, um, and you know, it'll give us a a reason for that uh, whatsoever. So, in LA is giving like thousand dollars. I think I don't know if it was LA. It was one of the states, but they're giving like thousand dollar tickets for people not wearing masks or like not following the the uh, social distancing. A thousand dollar ticket? Come on, now that that's that's just too much. They're, they're I mean, yes and no because be, for a while the people weren't listening at all. Like there were so many parties, so many people like just not not caring right, not, I mean, the money is too much but you got to have some sort of way to scare them it's better right, than what they were doing right, in china right. and in south korea 
but to that point, there was like there was a point where I think it was a couple watching. I don't know they were, they were either watching a movie or doing something in their car, and they got a ticket for a thousand dollars. It they were not out; they were in their car. Yeah, so it, that makes sense. <laughs> it's always great. It's always gray areas, banks. But the but the point is that people should be kind of trying to stay at home. Again, there's two different things. There's two different things happening right now. There is the government and when they allow us to, you know, leave, then it's the actual virus. And people have forgotten about the virus. Like you said earlier, they're more worried about when they say it's okay. So yeah. some people have forgotten that it's just not going anywhere. It's still it's still here. Right. And let's not forget what they're doing in China, kicking all the black people out, saying they got the virus. I'm like, what? <laughs> but we're also beating up Chinese people over here. Like we started that like months or two ago when this virus came about, you know. So it um it, it, it is crazy. It's a thin line, you know. It goes both ways. But um, back to the open and back up situation. So so you think people will? Most people will go out um in in Atlanta. Uh, in Atlanta, uh, yeah. This is what I think. I think um because Atlanta's opening up this weekend. I think a lot of the party promoters they're not going to really do anything. Maybe some underground stuff because they don't want to get that backlash because people hate that. But I think as the weather gets better and as time maybe goes on, slowly but surely, people are going to start trickling out of like, oh, I got to get out the house. Oh, there's a brunch. Oh, I'm just going to go to brunch for a little bit with my gloves and my mask and then I'll leave. And they may not post it. And they're like, oh, I thought you were quarantined. And I'm like, oh, I mean, yeah. Like, it's just like simple stuff like that. It's like where you're not, it's like if you break it down to a point, like let's say you're in school or in college or whatever it is, or you got an assignment or you got work, like, oh, I'm not really supposed to go out, but you're going out anyway. Because, but even though you know you shouldn't do it, but you're doing it anyway. I put it in that category where, yeah, we're quarantining and all this, but that, that ability or that temptation of like actually going out and seeing different people and leaving my house for a little bit. And then there's other people doing it too. It kind of makes you feel like, okay, it's like the American way. It's like, okay, other people are doing it. I can do it too. They're, they, they seem to be fine. I think eventually people are going to want to do that. And I think Florida <laughs> is a big example of that. <laughs> Everybody went out. Yeah. Everyone out, thousands of people out on the beach where they say, like, you need to go out for essential needs only when it comes to working out, walking your dog, and all the other stuff. But you see people sitting at the beach, relaxing, doing the opposite of what the governor is saying. Right. Um, well, what do you think will actually happen? Or do you think it'll be fast or slow? or The process of people going out? Well, I was asking John, uh, Josh. Yeah. Actually. What do you think, Josh, on that? Uh, I would say I think it'll open up more in the summer as we were kind of talking about on mental theater. Just uh, I think the sun will add, um, I guess, I think nature will follow its course. Whenever a virus or bacteria is exposed to sunlight, usually the uh, numbers and outbreaks dwindles, which is why we rarely hear about flu season in the summer. So I, I think nature will take its course. We're just... You know, we just have to accept that reality, unfortunately. But what about um, now that they can't go out this week? You think people will go out in droves in um, in Georgia or no? I'm sorry, the, I'm sure the people who protested will. Sure, so you can okay. you can guarantee that. 
Yeah, guarantee that. Yeah, for sure. Because he's opening up like even bowling alleys and all that. I'm like, <laughs> like, is that essential? Like, is that what you're worried now, about? Right now? Well, here's the thing: if they were to do it responsibly in terms of with mask, that would make sense. But if they do it without yes. mask, like they did some of the protests, then again, that's on you. That if that's the decision you want to make. You allow them to make that I would advise others not to go do that and join them but that that's on them yeah if you're doing it with masks and you're literally taking a, a Clorox wipe and wiping down the bowling ball after every time you roll it okay right but, like the likelihood of that actually happening is very slim to none you know what I'm saying so, however I'll be very impressed if they do so I'll be like all yeah. right at least you're doing it somewhat responsibly it's like all right Right, in that particular case. Um, and we already kind of went into the movie theater thing on our mental, you know, theater show, so no need to go back into that thing, even though that's what we're looking for forward to a lot. Um, and then traveling. So when you say traveling, um, is I mean, how long until, like, you think overseas travel will come back, being able to do it? That, that's your thing, really, too, so. So I would say not until 2021, so January. Okay. If uh, At the earliest, and in order for that to happen, I feel like there will have to be some type of vaccine. Question mark. Dot dot dot. Mark. Would you travel overseas if they open it up? Like, let's say next couple months. Obviously, it depends where. Well, was, yeah, well, yeah, you too. How about you? Uh, well, I know you. Well, let's say, yeah. Would you travel next? About that. So overseas. Um. It depends. Like uh, Canada, yeah, I would. I would go to Canada because Canada, they're cleaner than Americans. Eesh. Right. It depends Eesh. on where I know. <laughs> on a live podcast. Germany, Germany, I wouldn't go there because they're dirty. But right. somewhere like Canada, like their subway stations are like <laughs> way cleaner than what it is like over here. Right. The majority of the US, or even when it comes to eating out and um, going out to eat, like how clean some of these places are, yeah, it's just like Germany. I wouldn't go there because they're dirty. Sorry, it's working. <laughs> it's, um, working. <laughs> it's working. It's <laughs> working. But don't you love Germany, Josh? Okay. Uh, I mean, again, a lot of these European countries are incredibly clean before the outbreak. I mean, even the place, let's let's just say Scandinavia as a whole and Thor's home and his home world in Midgard, right? Right. It is tradition to not wear your shoes inside the home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we see places like Japan have that. And Japan doesn't have that much of an outbreak either, allegedly. But again. Yeah, that was tradition in my grandmother's home growing up. <laughs> you know, wear your shoes inside the home. So. Right. <laughs> so place. maybe we'll see uh, more plastic on the furniture come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's the thing about this whole thing, too. It's crazy because a lot of the things, not we meaning you, us three, but us as Americans did, you think about it, was very unsanitary already before this. So it's interesting that we come to think about it now. Like I was talking about the bowling balls, right? We go right after another group and just grab the balls. Nobody was ever like wiping them down or sanitizing them and stuff like that. And now you start thinking about like, hey, a lot of stuff was really, you know, unsanitary that we didn't even, you know, we didn't, we didn't even think about. So we should kind of think now a little bit, I guess, hmm. you know, in a way. Even in movie theater, right? Most times they have somebody like sweep up 
maybe before the next show, but nobody like wipes each chair down, you know, or make sure it's good before you sit on it. So it's, it's very interesting, like how really kind of unsanitary we were. Maybe we'll get more, you know, sanitary as a nation as after this is all over, you know? So um, something to think about. Maybe we I didn't see the violence and shit like that to the stick that some people do.